Hello and welcome to the Big O Podcast with me, your host, Emma Arini. I am an empowerment coach and public speaker, a visual artist and photographer, an author, a mum of three, and a firm believer in the transformational power of awakening to the magic of pleasure and joy. The Big O explores ways to elevate yourself into a place of personal power through creativity, wild self-love, and awakening to your own pleasure through the feminine energy of flow so that you can embody the wild goddess that you truly are. It's time for you to get turned on by your own life and experience the Big O. Hi and welcome back to the Big O podcast. This morning I am here to talk to you about the day I found out I was a stripper. (laughs) Now let me get this straight, I am not a stripper, I have never been a stripper, Um, I am now intrigued by the prospect of being one but um, what actually happened was I was in a conversation about um, some of the changes that have happened over the last year and how I am now is how I was prior to a lot of choices that led me to lose myself and how basically what's happening in my life is reconnecting me um, back to myself, which is amazing and feels wonderful and I know is exactly the right thing. Um, What was interesting in this conversation, though, was that (laughs) it meant that from an outside perspective, from someone who is very dear to me, um, who I consider to be very close, I their view of me and seeing what I was doing now um, was that I was having a mental breakdown, that I was in the middle of a midlife crisis, and that I was also a stripper. <laughs> Now, I know I joke about this uh, because I find it hilarious, but um, actually this brought to mind a really, really important thing that I would love to talk to you about today. And the reason she said that she thought that about me was because I changed. Um, And it was scary to see to her. It was scary because I changed which is really interesting because I think about um, an old friend of mine and what she said when we parted ways was that it was my fault because I'd changed. Now, to me, change is essential. It's something that we should be doing. I class it as really, really, really important. Now, (laughs) but obviously from a social perspective, change is really, really scary. And what I found really interesting was the assumption that I was broken, that I was broken, that I was having some kind of midlife crisis. Um, And actually, yet here I am feeling the most in tune with myself and actually getting back to who I was. I am I remember my younger self and the way I felt and I knew a lot. And then I learned people's reactions to who I was and the things I spoke about and the way I held myself, the way I was in the world. I learned what was right and what was wrong. Um, Now, basically, these last couple of years has been about unlearning that, particularly this last year. And 
unfortunately this doesn't happen for everyone but for me that has meant that I left a job that I needed to leave I um my husband and I separated and are in the process of divorce and um I had to leave my home um now that sounds devastating and don't get me wrong it has been very very difficult at times but what people fail to realize is that all of those things were things that I my personal journey needed to leave because they're things that over the last 15 years I built but I built on the perspective of what people thought was right or wrong all of the shoulds you know I I remember um I was actually reminded of a conversation I had years ago 10 years ago um when I miscarried before I had my first child I miscarried first and apparently at that time the conversation what I said was but I did everything right I did everything right I did it all all right I I bought a house I I got married I did everything right and apparently that's what I would keep saying to myself over and over again but I did everything right um and obviously I was devastated and you know miscarriage is something that I believe we should be talking about far more because when I started talking about it I found out how many people had actually experienced it and I had no idea um so at the time I was kind of punishing myself for it and I was actually miss miscarriage so the day before Christmas Eve um I had to go in and have the operation to have the baby removed um because it didn't miscarry by itself and I remember being so painfully horrible to myself and so angry at my body I was so angry at my body and I was saying to myself well my body's so useless I can't I can't carry a baby and I can't even miscarry a baby and I was just angry I was so angry and I was so angry at myself and I was so angry at my body and I hated I hated myself I hated my body and I'm not talking about in the the vanity wise I mean I hated the function of my body that it could not do that for me um the one thing that that in my mind at that point I was like well that's what we're here for and apparently the thing that I was saying over and over again and this is interesting because this is a memory that I um must have blocked along with many many other memories that have resurfaced while I've been going through this journey um and I was just saying over and over again but I did everything right and that really this was the conversation by the way where um I was told that I was having a mental breakdown and I was a stripper and this is what came about and what was interesting is she was then saying but you know she she actually started crying and she started telling me this by saying I feel I feel really bad because this is what I thought now I don't want her to feel bad about that because I really this is really especially highlighted how hard change can be and how difficult it can be and I'm not even talking about changing ourselves I'm talking about the change we see in others it frightens us because um people like the comfortable, the comfort zone, the the things that they know. So when they see somebody changing, they assume something's wrong. But actually nothing's wrong 
at all. In fact, what I was the way the reason she felt bad is because when I was talking about it, when I was talking about the fact that actually over this last year, I have released 15 years worth of all the shoulds, all the things I thought I should have been doing, the way I should have been doing it, the way I needed to behave. And what was interesting is um, as we got further in the conversation, it was it, it came to her saying to me, well, actually, I'm I'm really happy. I'm really pleased because, you know, if this is you, then actually this is wonderful because I I used to warn my friends, like if they're around you, then they've got to behave and um, they can't swear and things like that. And, you know, that was the point where I said to her, actually, I swear more than anybody else I know. <laughs> But I learned, especially being in a primary school, I learned when to swear and when not to swear um, and around who that I could just be myself with. And I actually have to say that was probably one person I could probably be myself around. Um, and that actually took a really long time. Now I'm being myself around you all and obviously <laughs> scaring the shit out of some of you <laughs> thinking that I'm a stripper. Um so yeah, this she she was then saying that you know I was this hyper organized, did everything right, miss perfect, um, uptight person, and that's who she thought I was. And actually, this this was the mask that I had put on. This was the front that I had put on because I assumed that that's what people valued. I assumed they valued someone that worked really fucking hard and did everything right all the time. Um, I assumed that they, um, they they wanted. And actually, I have to say, you know, this this was my assumption, but it was based on the the evidence. The evidence was that when I worked all the time, when I got everything right, when I overachieved, when I pushed, 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 and pushed. Um, I got praise for that. I got praise for being this person that was, you know, this front of who I was. It wasn't really me. Um, you know, there were parts of it. So when I was teaching the kids, I have to say, I really loved that part of the job and I loved interacting with them. And it's because it's like I could be myself with them. I can be myself with children completely. And I love that. And, you know, I know that they love that too um, in the way that they react and the response from it. Um, but with the adults, we have we have been taught, we've been programmed to think that we need to be a certain way. And what I saw was me reflecting that back. So the assumptions of people needing to see me behaving, that's what it was. It was behaving I was I was behaving I was being the good girl I was doing all the right things um and in the process I completely lost myself and what I'm seeing now is this huge shift in the people that are around me because the people that perhaps knew me and would interact with me and would want to talk to me and would want to meet up they were very much the people that that bought into this idea of me being the good girl. Um, but we're not. I mean, we're not all good all the time. Um, and when I say good, I'm talking about the the assumptions of doing all the right things, being the perfect mum, the perfect wife, the in the stable job, in this, that, and the other, and you know, wearing 
that type of clothing because that's acceptable particularly you know I'm here living in a village so there's a certain style that goes around and um that you that I slipped into um and I, I I'm gonna add here that I've had another clear out of my wardrobe and I've got rid of all of those things yet again <laughs> That was the first step. Those of you that have listened to the previous podcast, I talk about clearing out my underwear drawer was one of the first things that I did. Well, I've just done it again. This is something that we don't just do once. We need to revisit seasonally. Um, So for those that aren't sure, I am not a stripper. Maybe I will be, but not right now. (laughs) Um, And for those that are (sighs) worried about change, the message that I really, really hope that you receive from this is that change is normal and change. We have this assumption that change is bad, but it's not. It's not bad. It's growth. Change. You, when you change, you are growing. You are evolving. You are becoming who you're meant to be. Um, and that sometimes means trial and error. That sometimes means just exploring. That that means trying things on. And this is exactly what I was talking to Jamila about with regards to embodiment, it means trying things on and seeing what fits. And a lot of what I've been through has been, um, it's about me trying on new things, but it's also about me reconnecting to who I I always was. Um, So where the the trauma that of the things some of the things that have happened in the last year has really brought about some childhood memories and has uh, led me to understand about my neurodivergent brain it's led me to understand about my ADHD and how that showed up for me as a child how that's shown up um for me as an adult it's led me to understand that actually when I was younger I knew myself better than I knew myself throughout my 20s and and my early 30s um and that this change in my life the reason it is so big is because my past self did not trust my own intuition I didn't trust myself and what I did was it's almost like I had this mental tick list of all the things I needed to do and achieve and rather than trusting my intuition about whether things were right or wrong I ticked off my tick list instead And I went with the logical, this is what I should have. And everything then collapsed in on itself. And suddenly it's a massive change. Whereas if I had gone back and actually listened to myself earlier, it would not have been such a big dramatic change. It probably would have been smaller shifts. Um, Now, I would like to put a disclaimer here that I do not regret anything in my life. Um, Everything that has happened, I have enjoyed immensely at times um it's been wonderful and it's also been devastating at times too and what I know from that is I have become who I am now from it all I have needed to experience all of this to be here and doing what I'm doing now where I am now and and I actually love the fact that I'm in this space right now where I haven't got it all figured out and I don't know where this is going. I have a mission. I have an intention. I know that what I'm doing right now is the right thing, um, but I don't know what that's going to grow into. And that actually fills me with excitement. And um, I'm really looking forward to the next part of the journey, the next thing that I'm going to be experiencing. So 
I want you to really understand that the big, big changes that have happened in my life have been due to the fact that for 15 years I ignored my intuition and was very, very busy making the life that I thought I should have. Um, So with regards to yourself and if you're really resonating with what I'm saying here, I basically want to say to you that yes, it's can be really scary it can be really scary to show up as yourself um because of the fear of not being accepted the fear of being thought of as a stripper (laughs) the fear the fear of people's judgment basically um but the one thing that I can say about that is um I don't believe first of all that you you um should be fearless Fear is really, really important, but it's about doing it anyway. Um, because what I realize is that this moving through this fear and showing up as myself is basically clearing my life. Um, as in it is calling in the people that are true and that love me completely for who I am. And it is letting go of those people that were just in love with the idea of the perfect version of me. So change, I welcome change wholeheartedly. I think it's wonderful. I think it's the one thing that's really, really essential. And it's not about not being scared of it. It's about being scared and doing it anyway, because that's how you become who you're meant to be. So I would love, love, love to continue this conversation with you. And um, I have a, a group Um on Facebook, if you want to come and join that, you can come and find me. My handle is on Instagram, it's just Joyce Misfit, or on Facebook, it's jo- Joyce Misfit Wild Goddess. And my community, my group is Wild Goddess Rising, um, the same as my shop name, which is here in Frampton Cottrell in Bristol. Please come in and come and talk to me. The link to um, the group is on there, and it's a very safe space where I want to open up conversations. Now, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, there is something very, very exciting coming that is in the works. Um, So follow me, keep an eye on the page and come and have a look at my website too, because I do update that as soon as I launch something new, it is on there. And you can work with me in so many capacities. Um, You can work with me in this way with regards to coaching. And there's going to be more about that coming very, very soon. I also hold events. Um, And you can come and work with me um, with the creative side. So I mentor and coach creatively. And um, I also, I have been a photographer for over a decade now and create some beautiful, empowering images for you and your family. So come and have a look, joyousmisfit.com. I'd love to see you there. And I really want to continue this conversation. I want to hear about your changes. Um, And that doesn't have to be a big change. Mine just was because I'd put it off really for so long and followed the logical uh, thoughts of what I should be doing so my loves there we go that is what this week is all about I would love to hear from you about this I'm so intrigued and I want to continue this conversation because I think it's so 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 
<laughs> important. But I look forward to hearing from you soon and I can't wait to get the next episode out to you. Bye now. Bye.